0: You may have heard today the Prime Minister is heading to Europe this weekend to meet with allies over the responses to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He'll travel to London, Berlin, Latvia, and he'll also go to Warsaw in Poland. It comes on the heels of a week filled with government announcements of support for Ukraine and sanctions on Russia, from new visa rules to rocket launchers. Here's Defence Minister Anita Anand on Thursday.
1: While Putin's
0: attacks have steadily intensified, so has our military support for Ukraine in coordination with our allies. We will leave no stone unturned when it comes to supporting our friends in Ukraine as they fight for their lives and their right to exist. Well, one man who's fought for Ukraine for a very long time is Conservative MP for Selkirk Interlake Eastman in Manitoba, James Bazan, also the Shadow Minister for Ethics. Going over what the government has announced this week and whether or not more could be done, uh, he joins me now. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Uh, just, I mean, I, I know of Ukrainian, you know, your, your ties to Ukraine, just your reaction to what's happened in the last 24, 48 hours, it just seems to be getting worse.
1: I think that uh, all of us been, know um, that Putin is capable of ev- anything now, uh, you know, committing mass atrocities, uh, creating uh, uh, an environmental crisis on top of uh, his, his illegal invasion and war in Ukraine. Uh, it, it shouldn't surprise us now. Uh, I think we should be prepared for, for all possible scenarios uh, with, with Putin, who is acting like a madman.
0: You mentioned in an interview recently that this was not the time for
1: partisanship,
0: but what have you been satisfied with in the government's response, and what would you like to see more of?
1: Well, as you know, as conservatives, uh, we've been calling for the provision of uh, restoring radar sat images, which liberals canceled, uh, uh, to providing those to Ukraine back in 2016 under Stefan Dion when he was foreign affairs minister. We've been calling since 2017 to repurpose the uh, weapons that were originally supposed to go to the Kurdish Peshmerga and send them to Ukraine. And, and I've been constantly called for that since 2019. We've been asking for visa-free travel. And of course, we've always uh, said we need to increase our sanctions since 2014 on Putin and his oligarchs who are responsible uh, for this uh, war that we're experiencing today. But we saw it as all uh, deterrence measures you know, over the past uh, several years that uh, the government should have been in, uh, leading on. Um, and uh, now here we are in, in the heat of battle. So, you know, I am very grateful that, that the government um, has finally can't come forward with, um, you know, provision of satellite images and real time, uh, high uh, uh, resolution and, and great for intelligence. And they're providing uh, lethal weapons now, which uh, Ukraine, I know, will make uh, great use of. Uh, I'm glad to see that they uh, continue on and providing the humanitarian aid, and I'm glad they made, you know, a partial step towards um, expediting the movement of people of Ukraine that have been able to escape to Europe uh, to come to Canada. But you know, I still believe that uh, and us as conservatives a visa free travel is by far the best way to get people out of harm's way quickly and uh, reunite them with families and and friends here here in Canada That's the same um method that they're using uh in in the European Union they can enter the European Union because it's visa free tr- travel for Ukrainian citizens so it's a matter of a stroke of a pen and and, and it's done overnight and what the liberals are proposing is could take up to another two weeks uh, per person to get approved and we all Know how badly um, the government botched uh, moving refugees out of Afghanistan and expedited process. So, if we're going to be expedient, then we better have a, a better uh, solution than what they're proposing. The one thing that is th- still, um, you know, wanting is why is the ambassador of Russia still sitting in Canada? Why hasn't he been expelled? And you know, if you look back uh, to uh, when Crimea was illegally invaded and annexed by 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 Putin, uh, we immediately under the leadership of Stephen Harper uh, had uh, Russia kicked out of the G8 and back into the G7. And, um, you know, why are we not leading on that edge right now and in further isolating Putin on the world stage and as kleptocrats in the Kremlin by banning them from organizations like the G20 and the OSCE and other uh, international flora? Right.
0: The Arctic Council and so on. You know yeah. when I was in Moscow in 2015, obviously, you know Stephen Harper had taken a very hard line, at least a tough talk um, with uh, with Vladimir Putin. We still even This was successive governments that had trouble sending, wanting to send legal aid to Ukraine. But is there a a risk here that by kicking out diplomats that we we completely close the lines of communication? Uh, Because I remember when 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 I was in Russia, our embassy in, in Moscow had no communication with the Kremlin anymore. We were cut out completely. Is there any risk by booting the Russian ambassador here that we're essentially freezing off any opportunity to talk when talks might be the only way out of this?
1: Diplomacy is still the the best path forward, um, but we have an ambassador here in Canada that's that's uh, propagating the uh, misinformation and disinformation campaign from the Kremlin. Uh, you know, we we cannot have someone that is adding fuel to the fire uh, with with uh, Kremlin propaganda. So uh, there, there needs to be a move to to remove. Those that are um, being uh, very uh, aggressive in 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 engaging with Canadians uh, and 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 spewing uh, this this type of. Of lies, um, you know. We already know Putin's a pathological liar. Uh, we we don't need to to uh, be bombarded by by those uh, lies coming from uh, so-called diplomats sitting in the, in the in the Russian embassy. So, and, and we already know that the, the Americans in the UK have expelled a number of uh, operatives in in the Russian embassies in their countries for um, suburb, subversive uh, en- uh, activities. Right. And so, if they are here to spy, If they're here to uh, continue to mislead Canadians, then um, some of those people should be going home.
0: I have about a minute and a half left. I really wanted to ask you about, because you've spoken about this, about why Canada should be looking at this, not just as a war in Ukraine, but as a war on our borders as well to some extent. Because we share borders with Russia. You know, there is... uh,
1: yeah, and I agree with you uh been 100%. Uh, a lot of people always forget that we're 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 an arctic neighbor of uh, of of the Russian Federation that uh Russia at the UN uh law of the sea uh has put forward uh claims to the entire arctic seabed coming right up to uh Canada's economic zone in the arctic. Uh so uh, we can, you know, not ignore uh, how Putin plays in the Arctic and has built, you know, up to 40, uh, nuclear powered and, nu- and nuclear weaponized, uh, warships that are currently sailing in, in, in the Arctic. Never mind all the, uh, nuclear armed submarines that Russia possesses that uh, can, uh through the Arctic waters and potentially even into Canadian waters. So, uh, and we know that the, the future of Russia's wealth is in the Arctic seabed, and that's why they have been so aggressive in, 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 in claiming it under the United Nations Convention uh, on Law of the Sea. So we have to stand up against that. We have to be prepared. And you know if Russia actually goes over, goes too far in Ukraine and, and triggers uh, a war with NATO, well we're in. So Canada has to invest more and very quickly in upgrading our ability to defend Canada as well as as, uh, work with our NATO allies. It's time to buy the F-35 fighter jets now. Um, This has been delayed far too many times, and the Liberals have been sitting on it for seven years already. Plus, we have to uh, expedite our our shipbuilding uh, system so we can get our new warships in the water before it's too late.
0: James Bazan, thank you so much for your time tonight.
1: Anytime, Ben.